And this is A Good Story is Hard to Find podcast. Where two Catholic friends talk about the books and movies they love and the traces of the one reality that lie below the surface. Oh, man. And if this movie isn't reality, I don't know what reality is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it is. It has changed so much. In, in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're going to talk about RRR. And that's a, a an Indian movie from oh. 2022, back in March. So it's very recent. Gosh, uh, that long ago. Yeah. And I'm only saying that because we went to the theater to see it. So, oh. um, and when it came, the weekend it came out. Oh my gosh! Those, yeah. The kind of nerds we are. So, <laughs> um, and I was thinking, I was thinking maybe during the summer. I couldn't remember. So okay. All right. Oh man, awesome! So the director is S. S. Rajamuli, mm-hmm. and he's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about Bahubali. Yeah, and he did that one and two. One, yeah, of course. Yeah, and Iga, yeah. and he did Iga about a man who's reincarnated as a fly, but still manages to fight the villain that murdered him so he could get his girlfriend. <laughs> Nothing's keeping this guy down. That is a great movie. It is. It really was fun. <laughs> yeah. So very good. Yeah. So and he's very imaginative and he's very over the top. Yeah. And there's not a single con in this movie. Um, well, it's South India. Ah, that's why. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. Now there are two stars in this movie who are well known to Bollywood audiences. And I they're both very good actors, mm, but I yes, feel that's are. why they were in this movie. Okay. Is to give the Hindi people something to kind of hold on to and be proud of too. And I have to say when they showed, when Ajay Devgan showed up as the father, Ram Chandra's, or I'm sorry, Ram Chandra's the actor, uh, Rama Raju's father, mm-hmm. who's uh, teaching all the, his village to fight. That's Ajay Devgan, who you might remember from Singham. Yes. Right. And That's right. He did the the great stunt with the the car. <laughs> the car. That he got out of the car while it was moving. Yeah, and yeah. he was in Omkara. Very nice. So he was in both those, but he was in this as a a pretty good cameo. And then Ali Abat was Sita, the girlfriend. And she, we haven't seen anything with her in it, but she's very good, very good. Yeah. She wasn't given as much to do in this. So those are the ones that non-South Indian movie watchers would go, oh. But the rest of them, well, we were very excited when we first saw this because, again, we're way too into the Indian movies. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I've been wanting to see Junior NTR in a movie, finally. And that's uh, the guy who played Beam. Mm. Yep. Beam. He's He's – Big, he is really big in South India. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, and, and I've come to understand that being big in India is like way bigger than being big in the United States. Oh, yeah. They're like they show up to your house on your birthday and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they meeting hundreds and hundreds of people. Yes, mm-hmm. and you wave at them from the roof, and they practically worship you. Yes. And you, sometimes your shrines will, or your villages, sorry, will have shrines of them. Wow. And yeah, so Telugu is uh, one certain area in the south, and that's Tollywood, I believe. Tollywood, okay. Well, you know, because they all, after the Bollywood thing, right, they all right. went, well. And there's one that also starts with a T, and now I can't remember if that's Tamil. No, that's Mollywood. How interesting, yeah. That's Malayalam movies is Mollywood. And there's one that another one that starts with the T. See, I'm very badly educated at this. And <laughs> real Indians listening, going, "Oh my gosh, clutching your brown." I apologize, mm. but they would be Tollywood, but Tollywood was taken, so they're sandalwood because sandalwood is grown there. I just love it. It's just, I find That's it so funny. endearing and sweet. Yeah, yeah, I just think it's wonderful. So is but it anyway, is it improper then to to say Bollywood, meaning any Indian movie? Is that incorrect, or is that kind of yeah, becoming a general right. term? No, okay. no, that's um, 
So let's see, Bollywood is movies that are made in what was Bombay is now Mumbai. So Bombay, Bollywood, and that is Hindi. And that's the biggest portion because the most people are speaking Hindi up there in the north, mm, okay. in the top half. Yeah. But there's all kinds of other regional um, industries. And here in this country, if you say regional, it just sounds podunk. But that's not the case there because regional India is so big that a region can be huge, you know. Yeah. And there's so like a billion because people of the, in India or something like yeah, that? Is that right? Well, and it's, be, and it's because the, each of these regions has their own culture, their own language. They are really like a separate country in so many ways. Kind of more like Europe in that sense, you know? Yeah, how interesting. And so, yeah, if, mm-hmm. if Europe, if we called Europe actually one country, I guess like, you know, the European Union, the mm-hmm. EU, is trying to turn into an India in a sense. Hmm. Not all the way, but it's that kind of a thing. Yeah. So they've all got their own industries and their own stars. And if something is big enough, if something's really good... Well, Bahubali was never remade into anything. It just swept India. And this, RRR, has swept <laughs> everywhere as far as I could tell. <laughs> but um, so a lot of times what you'll see is a movie that is really great that's Tamil or Malayalam or something like that. It'll get remade in other languages with their own stars and often make it to Bollywood, which is the biggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you say Bollywood, any American <clears throat> is going to know what you mean is Indian movies. Any, A lot of Indians, not any Indian, but a lot of Indians get all insulted by it. I see. Okay. Because, you know, these are Indian films, not Bollywood mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And Bollywood's often taken to mean, you know, the singing, the dancing. And we know it's more than that because we've talked about enough of the movies. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also so, stunts. We know that it's also stunts. <laughs> Yes, so many stunts. <laughs> so many stunts. Yeah. So I we watched this, or this was the second time I saw it. And I think the first time, I, well, I know the first time I saw it was on Netflix as well. So I saw it mm. on Netflix both times. And you saw it in the movie theater, which mm. is just, I'm really jealous about. But <laughs> um, so in on Netflix, it's in Hindi. And Hindi is dubbed over, what language are they speaking? Telugu. Telugu. So it's, I mean, yeah, that's not even the original language. So I think that's fascinating too. Yeah. And there's a Tamil version out there also. Um, But when we went, I I don't think I've told this story in the podcast. Maybe I have, but it was showing all over Dallas, but especially of course in areas with a large Indian population. So we picked one that, I mean, the theater was mostly showing that and it was fairly soon after people were going back to the theater since it was last March. And um, it was it was not at a popular time, I guess, but we picked the one that was in Telugu. We went, and it was about half full, maybe not quite half full, but all the tickets were sold. We were sitting right in the middle on the only white people there, right in the middle of all the Indians. And uh, this movie is so over the top about the awful, awful Raj mm. that at one point I started kind of feeling self-conscious. I'm like, I'm not English, and I'm... <laughs> But, you know, I am white and I'm sitting here watching this. You know, nobody, of course, paid any attention. Yeah. But I felt weird about it. But because um, it was all so exaggerated anyway. But, yeah, when I went to the bathroom afterward, there were these women in there. They were all singing the songs to themselves because <laughs> they'd heard them on the radio before because that's oh, wow. how all the songs mm-hmm. are generated for, you know, Indian radio. Interesting. The movies. Yeah. How yeah. fun. Yeah. How fun. Yep. Yeah, it was really fun. And then when we went to an Indian restaurant after for our, our theme night, basically, and they had a TV showing a bunch of just different Indian movie scenes with dances and stuff. And one came on and Rose said, oh, look, that's from RRR. And the waitress stopped and said, you know that? <laughs> and I said, we just went. And she goes, oh! and she drew herself up really proudly and said, that's in my language. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, love it. Love it. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Yeah, so very interesting. But um, boy, is it fun. Um, It's a three-hour movie. (laughs) So get your popcorn. um, Hunker down. You're not going to want to stop watching at any point. No. And it is nonstop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is action, 
all the way. Oh, for sure. Just a little stop now and then to express brotherly love. <laughs> yes. And maybe do yeah. a flashback or two. <laughs> so you can take a breath. That's and right. And get ready for more action. That's right. Oh, so good. So good. So, yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, you do you want to summarize it? You're you're better at that than I am. If you, well, I don't know about better at that, but mm-hmm. I do want to say we knew the stunts would be good because oh, yeah. King Solomon did the stunt. <laughs> he coordinated the stunts. King Solomon like himself, when, amazing. I like it when someone's named King Solomon. He's like stunt coordinator, <laughs> <Yes>. King Solomon. <laughs> now that explains a lot. That's too funny. Yeah. That's a guy who's very proud and knows uh, what he's doing. So very good. wise. So good. Yeah. So, okay. Um, basically, this is, as I said, a very imaginative director. He also writes the stories and everything. So he was reading about two different Indian revolutionaries. And there were also, it wasn't just Gandhi like we think. There were revolutionaries popping up all over the place in India. And he was reading about two different ones and was struck by similarities in their backgrounds and suddenly went, oh my gosh, these guys never met, but what if they had? Mm. It would have been epic. (laughs) And then he wrote this story. Wow, that's cool. In a sense, what he did then was write this myth, this made-up story about both of them meeting and learning from each other while they both pursue their different ways of trying to fight the British and get them out of the country. Yeah. And of course they're best friends because who with such <laughs> noble, brave hearts would not be best friends. Agreed. Yeah. 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 And in that sense, it's, they are, you, you are in front of your eyes. You're watching somebody do classic myth making hmm. like King Arthur. Yeah. They probably was yeah. a King Arthur, but think of all the stories we all know about them. Right. King Arthur or mm-hmm. Hamilton. Yeah. Hamilton, we kind of know about Hamilton, and Indians probably kind of know about these two revolutionaries. Yeah, and in in my head, when I watch this movie, what is instantly in my head is Gilgamesh. Um, And it even even feels so much like that, because at least at the beginning, you feel that... um, I, let me see if I can get these guys straight. So I've got IMDb in front of me here. So, okay. Uh-huh. So Raju, Raju feels more like a city dwelling type of a person, mm-hmm. at least at the beginning. And then oh. Beam feels like he's from the wilderness, right? Yeah. And so you've got Gilgamesh and Enkidu and, and they're superheroes. I mean, these guys are yeah. not, oh. they're <laughs> not normal, right? They're not this average guy walking down the street. And when they when they meet for the first time and save that kid at the bridge, it's oh, like man. there's an instant connection, just like it, you know Gilgamesh and Enkidu. So yeah, um, but that that is what's in my head um, when I even pick That's this movie because so I think it's just it's, so you're saying mythic. But that's to me. It's like this story goes all the way back. You know what I mean, man. And it's you just. Yeah. I didn't think it could get any better, Scott. You oh, just man. made it better. Did I, did I turn it up to eleven? Yeah, <laughs> it's at eleven. R R R. Yeah, yeah. it's like it can't get any better, man. No, but yeah, it can't. I always think of um, actually what I thought of was not nearly as good. I'm just going to throw it in there. Is um, Abraham Lincoln? vampire hunter (laughs) because it Mm -hmm. it takes a figure who we know and revere yeah certainly i do Mm -hmm. and it tells winds this crazy vampire hunting story around it while leaving him still himself still as admirable it never does any harm to his legacy (laughs) or really change anything oh my god except it gives you this whole new way to look at him and think about him Mm -hmm. i love it so that's the modern Gilgamesh, I suppose. <laughs> Yours is much better. Oh, man. But, um, yeah. yeah. And the thing that is perfect about it is the Gilgamesh thing, of course, is they're best friends. Right, right. So much and so that equals. nobody can it's really. Like, yeah. You know, so you, you get the feeling, you know, when we see, we see them both do something amazing and heroic at the beginning. Oh, my uh, gosh. Alone, right? And yeah. then they, and then the movie brings them together, and and it's like, but they're they're alone, right? I mean, because apart they're alone because there's no one like them. They're they're right. so 
larger than life and um, amazing, um, then when they meet each other, they're equals. And that's the part of Gilgamesh and Enkidu too, that they're equal. And that's part of the friendship, you know what I mean? Oh, um, man. Because it, they're superheroes, you know? This this oh. this bridge thing, I can't just, just stop it's, right here and just go just, watch the bridge scene. It's, because it's yes. ridiculous and so awesome. Um, when I first was reading reviews, that's what everyone was saying, every American mm-hmm. was saying. Um, and I can't believe how many Americans through the time from March on to just two weeks ago when I heard a podcast I listened to and they went, we just saw this movie called RRR and they were loving it. I was like, wow. Wow. Um, But everybody was saying, if you watch nothing else, watch this scene where they're saving this kid from a river Mm -hmm. and they're both on the bridge. Yeah. And of course, the thing about that, that when you're bringing up Gilgamesh and Enkidu is the... um, the fact that when they first see each other, Raju is on the bridge mm-hmm. and he's looking down and the only one who he's waving. Yeah. And he, and he, cause he sees, um, beam down there at the bottom and he's the only one who's going, somebody help. And everybody's <laughs> going, we can't help this kid. The river's on fire. Right. He's floating into the fire. This poor kid's going to die. We can't do a thing about it. And he's like, we must be able to do something. And so he's the only one who acts like he can help. And he gets his attention. Roger gets his attention by waving and he does like four <laughs> finger gestures. And Roger, er, I mean, beam mm-hmm. instantly goes, nods at him. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. He runs over, grabs a motorcycle, <laughs> up to the bridge. Yeah. And in the meantime, the guy's on his horse. <laughs> and they're like, and they don't even, yep. they just gesture. They don't even use it's words. Like, and yeah, like, you, like right. recognizes like, right? <laughs> and like, you're yeah. facing each other now. Oh you my could gosh. talk. <laughs> he, instead, he's just, he gestures, 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 yeah. beam nods. And they both take a piece of rope and wrap it around <laughs> themselves and go in opposite directions and grabbing the flag. And the, yeah. Oh my gosh. And then... And there's no, this is a crazy plan. You know yeah, what I mean? No, it's like, we're going to jump off the bridge on opposite sides. You know? Yeah. Amazing. He's like, yeah, I'm in. This Let's is going to work. I love it. Yeah. I love this plan. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is I was going to ask you what your favorite scene was. Cause mine is when they're rescuing the boy and doing the mind reading. But when they swing under the bridge mm. and Roger gives beam the flag and beams like, got it. And he's gotten the flag wet. Yep. So he can wrap himself in the flag because that's what you do. Oh, yeah. These guys it's are the Indian flag. In. Yes. So then he rescues the kid and he comes out of the fire, wrapped in the Indian flag uh, and with it coming off of him behind him. And they yeah. grasp hands and I'm like, could you get any better meeting oh, than man. that? Yes. Ra- literally wrapped in the flag, mm. fire and water. Because when the movie starts, it's like, what does RRR stand for? Turns out later it stands for Rise, Roar, and Revolt. But when they're starting to tell you the three pieces of, it says story with a capital R in the middle, then fire with a capital R, yes. and that's Raju's story, mm-hmm. and then water with a capital R, and that's Beam. So these water and fire themes are carried on through the movie, sometimes uh, in a cooperative way and sometimes not. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's their opposites, but they're equally powerful elemental forces. Right. So, yes. it's, and that's a perfect introduction for, uh, from them meeting that way. So, yeah, perfect. so the rest of the mm-hmm. story that I didn't tell you that we just launched into because we're so excited. <laughs> and if you haven't seen this, you just have to stop yeah. and watch it. But basically what happens is um, one one person is in the Indian army and he excels, but he's never recognized. And we don't understand what's going on, but he's working towards some sort of a goal. The other one, yeah, I think uh, that's it's important Raju. to note there that he's he's not only in the Indian army, but the Indian army is like in cahoots with the British. It's like they're following orders of the British. This this well, army yeah. that he's in. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just yeah. making sure. Yeah. And that's to me that no, was that's news, exactly, right? Yeah, and that's how it was. Right. You know, mm-hmm. they were. You know, these were their jobs, and they were doing it. And um, and then the um, the other guy, Beam, he is also trying to. He his goal is much more clear. We see very early an entitled, awful. Uh, actually, it turns out the governor of the area, white. British guy and his wife have um, kidnapped a little Indian girl who makes really great tattoos while she's singing wonderful folk songs. And for that, 
she probably should come live with us so she can entertain me, says the wife. And they uh, kidnap her, basically. Mm -hmm. And somebody explains later that these are a gentle people. They're like, it's funny because it's like they're like sheep. And they, uh, if some, one of their members is missing, they all get so upset. It's very bad for everybody. Mm. And they have So this girl has to be brought back. And they have a shepherd. And this shepherd will never stop looking and never give up. And never, by the time the guy gets done telling the story, everybody's kind of nervous. Like, oh, he, and he's here, you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not a mm. shepherd. And, of course, being Christian, I can't help but think, this is like Jesus, right? Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Now, this movie is not really telling that kind of a story, but those elements are there to see. And especially when you see uh, something that happens later in the movie where there is kind of a, a scene that calls back to the crucifixion of Christ, the passion of Christ, really. Mm. Yeah. So, and the shepherd theme is still there. Now, like I say, these themes are all over the place. If you're in India and British were there, you're going to know a lot of these things anyway, and they're very useful. But um, So I'm not saying he was trying to tell a Christian story, but I am saying in the idea of the shepherd who will not give up on seeking the one who's lost, and this, this really gentle guy is very powerful, and he can get quite mad and do things, but he's very gentle and sweet, really. I liked that, uh, what I saw there. Mm, yeah. That's great. That's great. I didn't really think of that as a shepherd, right? But it, it's perfect. I mean, yeah. The um, And the, the theme is hit over and over again. Just like the fire in the water, the shepherd. I'm trying to think of, like, does Raju have a thing um, besides fire? You know, he's like a protector or something like that. Um, but Well, his, his goal is to... Um, get guns. Yeah. And we don't know that goal at the beginning, um, which oh, is fascinating. No, it's okay. It's, it's, it's really interesting that his, you know, because you know, when you're watching the movie, you, you keep thinking, well, geez, he's on the wrong side. <laughs> he's on the wrong well, side. He's right. doing this and, and he's on the wrong side. And what you we know? know is he desperately wants to get recognized. Right. That's what we know. Yeah. He wants to be, seen as the best of the best and be recognized. And honestly, in itself, although that's, you're right, we keep going, why do you want that from these people? You also understand that it's a crime that they're not doing that. Mm -hmm. He is yes. owed that. Anybody yep. who watches that superhero first part. So good. Yeah. It's so insane. Such a good point. It's, uh -huh. it's so insane. Knows he should have been recognized. Yes. And for him to have to do what they're requiring in order to get recognized is so unfair. Right. Talk about being held to a real different standard. And of course that's brought up all the time by the governor because the story of the bullet, don't waste a bullet on don't, somebody. Yeah. Do you know how much it, that bullet cost? Mm -hmm. It had to be made by a British, you know, workman and then it had <laughs> to come overseas and it had to, that cost this much. That Indian life isn't worth it. So again and again, from both sides, what you're seeing is the Raj are, not treating the Indians as humans. Yes. They're certainly not equal. Yeah. So all we know is he's striving for recognition. Mm -hmm. And Beam is trying, he doesn't care about recognition. He's just trying to find the little girl. Right. And what we don't realize, uh, it soon becomes apparent, but uh, what they don't realize is they're actually in opposition. Uh, Raju's goal to get recognition means he's got to find the shepherd. Well, Beam is the shepherd. So, um, they're, but in the meantime, they're absolute best friends. He's <laughs> he's Raju is his wingman on trying yeah. to get a date with the governor's niece. Yep. Um, he's, he's helping him get, dress right and get into the fancy dance that they're having that he was invited to. He's translating. He's, you know, all the things. They just love each other so oh, much. Man. Yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. And, it's so good. You know, we don't get that anymore. No, we sure don't. Our yeah. movies do not glorify friendship the way they should. I agree with that. And and you know, I don't know how many articles I've read over the past, I don't know, ten, fifteen years that talk about um, how middle aged men tend not to have a lot of friends. Right. You know, and that's a, that's like a change. 
whatever, however society has changed over the last 50 years, this has become less of a, somehow it's not focused on anymore, you know, where, where guys are just not befriending each other. Um, I think that's a, that's a sad deal. It is really sad. They don't seem well, and I think it goes along with um, masculinity being devalued. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. any trait that is seen as being masculine is considered, um, well, not any, I suppose, but so many traits are um, just considered undesirable. And, you know, all those things... Men and women both have different sets of traits that properly used, uh, properly celebrated, are wonderful. (laughs) Right. Cultivated, that's Mm -hmm. the word. Properly cultivated. And for men to be friends, that's a great thing, just like women to be friends. Yeah, for sure. I don't understand it. Go out and do man things. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, I hear you. But it's like all the commercials where the things where you used to see women in the role of the mommy, now the dad's doing that because the mother's off at work. Yeah. I mean, everything's kind of upside down that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I think that the, I, the, I think that might be part of the appeal of this movie. Like you said, it's a very positive, optimistic thing. Uh, again, hopeful, fighting against uh, oppression. Um these friends, you know, and how it all ends up, um, is just, you, you, you come out of this movie just feeling great. It's just like, well, this was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And think about, um, just also the value that the friendship has to each person, you know, they accomplish something great together and that is wonderful, but that's not what they're going for when they become friends. They just become friends. Yes, of course they do something heroic, <laughs> uh, because that's who they are. But then they're best friends. Uh, they go up the tribal, the, the the religious tower. They crack the coconut together. <laughs> Woohoo! We're done. We're ready. We're best friends. And then there's the montage of them riding the horse and the motorcycle and doing all the things. Mm-hmm. But what you see too is when Beam, and we're way past spoilers. So, but mm-hmm. when Beam has to go off to the palace to try to rescue Molly. Yes. And um, I guess if you and that watched is this, probably this gives you an idea what scene. things are like. Is You're it? asking about a favorite scene. <laughs> when the truck comes apart. Ooh, that was awesome. I was like, oh, man, pause and that thing. And he's awesome. in the air between the two tigers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the he's tiger just, and the stag. And I, and I loved how that whole scene went. It's like um, I, I loved that the tigers were not all on his side. It was like the tigers yeah. were indiscriminately going after whoever, sometimes the him. The wild animals. Right? Yeah. And I loved that. That was so cool. And every now and then he'd have to deal with the tiger <laughs> <laughs> while he's fighting the rest of the people. That was the best. I loved it. It was the most creative way to, oh, to do man. something chaotic I've yes. ever seen. It was oh. just brilliant. But I was thinking, so Raju has been bitten by the snake. The antidote hasn't started working yet, but he's tenderly put him in his bed. Mm-hmm. Beam has. Yes. And he's he's saying, I have to go do something. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Here I tell. And he tells him. And, you know, Raju can't really move. He's still kind of paralyzed. He's trying to move. He goes, no, no, it's okay. He goes, I would have told you before. I should have told you. And he goes, don't think it's because I didn't trust you. I just didn't want you to be in danger because what I'm doing is is against the rules. So, you know. I'm just watching out for you, brother. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, oh that's yeah. so sweet. And, of course, Roger is torn when it, it, he does come to full consciousness because he knows what he's got to do. So that's that tender love that he's, you know, I just I love you and I'm trying to protect you and I have to do this stuff. Well, later on when <laughs> this is toward the end, almost at the end, when they've blown up the palace and uh, – Raju's down there next to where the governor's all pinned to everything. But Beam shows up and he's got these two huge boxes that he's hauling and he slides them down to Raju's feet and they burst open and they're full of rifles. And Raju looks at Beam with this look of just tender love and thanks because, of course, my brother, you did this for me. I mean, it's. Mm. It's a real connection thing that they both got like that of, 
I love you for who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Not because of what you're helping me do. That's wonderful, but you're doing it because you know I want it so much, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Yep. Absolutely. And it's if not could, something I'd that we you... see very often, you know? Right. I think, you know, buddy movies in uh, the United States are different. <laughs> they're they're, they're usually weapon. antagonistic, snarky, um, you know, uh, tearing each other down. Um I don't know. I'm just, yeah, thinking like lethal weapon yeah. is what leaps to mind. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, yeah. You know, and then at the end they, they do something really great together and they, you know, usually they're hurt and at the end, you know what I mean? Um, but they've completed the mission and, and now they're tight, but th- there's, you know, this antagonism, this, um, uh, again, snarkiness yeah. that they, they just go after each other all the time. But, but these two, you know, there, there's just this immediate bond and they care about each other and, and what is love, but wanting the other person, you want the best for the other person. And they each are yes. doing things that are like the best for the other person. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about Raju, um, noticing that beam likes this woman and he's like, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to help you. I'm going to help you go out with her, whether you like it or not, you know, or whether you're, uh, uh bold enough or not, I'm going to make this opportunity for you. And, and um, look what he does for him. Yeah. He wants beam to impress this girl so much that when they're having suddenly having the dance contest with each other, <sighs> yeah. he, he sees how much she wants him to win and everybody else is cheering for, Raju, mm. but Raju says, "Oh no!" And he, "Oh, I have a leg cramp," and he falls down. <laughs> so the beam yep, wins. Down. I hear you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's so so right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, and there's that's... just yeah none of I mean yeah okay because you know that that seemed against character too a little bit right because what we know him as is this super ambitious competitive guy that mm-hmm. wants to be noticed so bad and at the beginning we don't know why. And then he's doing this dance thing. And then that seems like kind of a big sacrifice for that guy because uh, he certainly wants to win because that's in his nature, you know, as far as we know at the moment anyway. Yeah. And he actually starts the whole dance because he's actually sticking up for his friend with that awful British guy who's like, can you do a tango? (laughs) Can you do a waltz? Can you do this? You know, he's like. I'll Can show you do yes. the nitu nitu <laughs> or nacho nacho? That's right. it, whatever it is. Yeah, <clears throat> so good. Exactly, so good. and that's yeah, and that's it, just a great dance sequence. There's only one dance in the movie, mm-hmm. but that's the only dance you need. <laughs> <laughs> Two uh, Indian shoot. men yes. have been challenged to a dance off. <laughs> And was, I, I guess was, it was a, a big moment that that song won the Golden Globe Award for Best Song. I just Best think Original that's great. Song, right? Yeah. 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 And it's been nominated for the Oscars for Best Original Song. Oh, good. That makes me I don't me watch happy. the Oscars, but I would love yeah. to see the segment where they Let feature win, that yeah. song. I don't know what it's yeah. against or what it's against, but yeah, that would be great. It yeah. would. It's, <laughs> well, I'm sure that. It, well, yes, and congratulations. For yes. That Golden yeah. Globe Award. Right. Um, that's really unusual. I mean, they don't ever do that. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's a French song or something, you know. <laughs> Fantastic. Thinking of that Edith Piaf movie. But yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I, in- I, I loved the, you know, then, I mean, here we are, what, maybe at least an hour and a half in. <laughs> I don't know how far <laughs> in we are. And then we start to understand Raju. Yeah. And we see his backstory and we see what he's been about the whole time. And the first time through that, that was a surprise to me. I was like, well, look at this, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I had the constant nagging thing. It was like, you know, he's, he's not on the right side. He's, he's yeah. doing terrible things, you know, against his own people. But then it's suddenly it's like, Oh, and, um, and then the rest of the movie, now you have a new context and you're watching the rest of it. And it is so well done. It's just perfect. And yeah. then, um, yeah, off it goes. And and then um, Beam, at some time, he, you know, learns the truth actually from Raju's wife or betrothed. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. fiance. Fiance, okay. So they, yeah, so they were, um, yeah, that was really cool too. And I liked her too. I mean, she was... She's, you know, uh, these, these, uh, army folks come in and 
Um, she says, yeah, this person over here that's got this horrible disease, I can't remember what the disease. Smallpox. Yeah, Yeah, we've got smallpox in here, you know, can you guys help us? And We need a hospital. They run. (laughs) Yes. So good. Yeah, Yeah. Beam and Molly and everybody have escaped. And uh, Raju has sacrificed himself in order to help that happen. Yes. And there's a lot going on in this movie. We can't talk about all that. All while thinking that Beam hates him. You right. know, and which Beam does because well, he's like he doesn't know the truth. Yeah, he was yep. betrayed by Raju, yep. so he would get put in a position of the guns. But yep. yeah, so she's smart. She's pretty smart, faithful, yep. all these things. And the thing is, is <laughs> okay. So for us who've watched enough Indian movies to see people doing village festivals of the Ramayana time after time, and we actually read a book where somebody traced the Ramayana, which is one of their epic um, uh, religious texts, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always about Ram and Sita. Well, Raju's name is Ram Raju. Mm-hmm. So Ram and Sita. Mm-hmm. The way her name So this is a classic pairing. You might as well just say Romeo and Juliet. And oh, we know the nice. whole trajectory. Mm-hmm. So... When Beam says, oh, no, Sita doesn't go find Rom. Rom goes to find Sita, and I'm going to bring him to you. (laughs) That's classic, because she's, in this story, she's kidnapped by Ravana, the ten-headed demon. Mm. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that's a really great story. But anyway, um, and so Rom has to go Hanuman, Lord Hanuman, but remember uh, Bajrangi Bajan, how yeah. he loved Lord Hanuman and the monkey, came, the monkey god, mm-hmm, basically. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's where Lord Hanuman comes from. Is that story? Very he helps good. Ram rescue Sita. But so that whole thing comes up, and when that thing comes up, and then later, in the forest, when he's put on the clothes and he's got the bow and arrow, that that shrine that Ram, that uh, Beam is praying at, when he suddenly goes, oh, you've got a queer quiver of arrows and you've got this um uh bow and he takes those and gives them to rom who needs clothes and everything and rom just suddenly shows up and the lights are all around him and everything because they're looking for him and he's dressed just like lord rom hmm. so he's essentially godlike at that moment nice that's yeah. why none of his arrows ever go wrong i mean that's he is now lord rama hmm. that's it done cool. yeah yeah. And it's just, it was just knowing I, I knew enough that when that happened, we all went, oh, and everybody in the theater was like, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Oh, that must have been a hoot. That must it have was, been fun. It yeah. was an amazing moment. I'll oh, never forget cool. it. <laughs> oh, that's anyway, great. So that bit, <clears throat> that stuff has been woven in just like you might see woven into some of these other things we've talked about, you know, little bits of King Arthur. Arthur or Romeo and Juliet or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows it well enough to recognize these little bits and see the echoes that are being picked up here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. And it, 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 you know, again, it's just such great movie making to, you know, if you don't know these things, it's great. And if you know these things, it's even better. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It works no matter what. Right. That's just awesome. Well, and it's also interesting to, um, I was thinking, that I heard uh, a little bit of an interview. I I was listening to this uh, podcast called Unspooled, which I really like a lot if anybody likes to hear people talking about movies, and they were talking about this movie. And they always do a bit where they'll see what the director might have said about it. They'll look at what was the real history of the movie, if if there is such a thing, you know. And so um, one of the things that the director was talking about was that he he knew that both these guys were what they call tribals. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so a tribal is really just what you would think of. It's, um, you know, a kind of an isolated group, I think, but a different ethnic group and a different language and very diverse. And it's only about like eight or 9% of India's, population but there's so many of them all over the place 
that they all have their own language. They all have their own culture. They're all distinct. Mm -hmm. And so both these people, we see them coming from different backgrounds, but so Raju's in a village, but that village is surrounded by jungle and they're fairly isolated. And then we see um, Beam coming from what looks like the middle of the jungle. I mean, <laughs> I guess there are houses, but they're not bothering showing us that. Mm-hmm. And But so both of them are different groups of people, but they have the same goal, which is they want their country free. They're both talking about honoring Mother Gond, which I believe is just like Mother Earth, the jungle, the land, um, because Mother India is something that uh, you hear over and over again if you're watching Indian movies. Revering the land, Mother India is very integral to the Indian personality in these movies. Wow. So um, the fact is that though they're both very different people and with different ways of going about what they're doing, they both come from not the main groups, not the big groups of Hindi speakers, not, you know, they're, but they're, and the originals were revolutionaries like this, the same way from their small tribal areas, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's kind of an interesting take because it's also honoring that South Indian heritage. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know any of that stuff. So that's cool. You know, what I did know then is you know Raju seems to be more of a civilized, uh, city dwelling type of a person. But then we learn that he's yeah he's t- tribal right is that the right word yeah he you know I, well, and I, just like Beam yeah, and I Beam think. Beam said earlier I thought you were tribal what didn't he say something like that he says well yeah when when they're at the palace and um, Raju shows up and he's in his soldier uniform and he goes I thought you were one of us yeah and the first time I saw that movie that kind of passed by and the mm. second time I went oh because I knew more right I thought you were a tribal too is what he meant and he was right. Yeah. Yep. He, he was. was right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Raju was keeping a secret <laughs> and <laughs> mm-hmm. going to great lengths to do it. And, you know, but you're just like, you know, that, that gets into the whole uh, means thing, right? Is the, is the means worth the end? Um, but yeah, just yeah. incredible. I mean, but he was holding on to it with the belief that I need to go through this so that I have what I need to take the country back. And, well, and he uh, promised his father. He did, yeah. And think about think about what happened with his father. Mm-hmm. You do that, yeah. You're going to keep your promise, right? For sure. Yeah, I'm going to get these guns. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get the guns, and that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, and so they're both dealing with whether they felt like they were betrayed or betrayed some, or they were the betrayers. And they're both um, having to think about what is the price of freedom? Mm. Who do you betray? Who do you protect? Is the individual as important as the big goal? And I did love the moment when, um, as I mentioned a little earlier, there is a moment where it's very similar to something you'd see in The Passion, where um, Beam is being whipped viciously. And really not for a good reason, you know? (laughs) Right. And, but what it does is give him, uh, he reconnects with the land in that moment. The wind is blowing across his face. It blows a leaf and it's almost a mystical connection Mm. to the land. And in singing his song, he reminds the people of who they are, of what the land means to them and all that. And they, as uh, Raju says later, you know, his song did more or as much as all the bullets from the guns Mm -hmm. that he was trying to get. So then he's like, well, then what's right? I've left out this whole emotional, spiritual element, the personal element. Mm -hmm. Very good. And at the same time, though, later on, Beam's like, we need guns. Mm -hmm. So you have to have both. Right. Yep. Yep, absolutely you do. And yeah, they're just different people. But how cool is that, you know? Each bringing their own talents to the to the cause. Right. You know, and so then, it's like, you know, yeah, you do need both. And they complete well, each other that way. Yeah, and in fact, didn't you love the bit where 
let's see, uh, Beam rescues Raju, who's been in solitary confinement, and his legs are all messed <laughs> oh up. Oh, my gosh. That was <laughs> the so, best. Yeah. So Beam is holding Raju on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Raju has a gun in each hand, a, a rifle in each hand. <laughs> But because he has a rifle in each hand, he can't even cock the rifle. So he'll hold them down at the right moment. Beam will reach up without even looking because he knows. And he'll <laughs> cock them for him while he's running and dodging and doing whatever. Uh. They're climbing towers like this. He's swinging from trees like this. And so, of course, it's it's wonderful. Oh, my gosh. The choreography of this stuff is so amazing. But at the same time, it's kind of the logical way to look at these two they're acting as one Mm. each one brings something different you've got the strength you've got the ability to shoot you've got the both of them thinking the same on how they're going to do it so it's really them literally uniting like you're saying yes oh that's cool yeah that's that's terrific yeah i hadn't quite connected those dots but that's perfect yeah that's exactly what they do and besides you know jumping off a wall (laughs) <laughs> I love that. He's just like, ooh, you know, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Get on my back. Oh, geez. That's so cool. Yeah. Swinging yeah. through stuff, breaking in, you know, he's in that that nest, you know, where the guys with the guns are. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> the stunts are just awesome. They're just so cool to watch. Yeah. That's something that uh, Roger Mooley is so good at demanding or imagining or whatever it is think of bahubali yeah i mean that had stuff you know the thing where they they it's a whole string of guys with shields and they pulled the palm tree back yes, so they're kind of thrown right. into the air and they form a ball in the air and then they <laughs> land and start fighting i mean uh, it's that kind of thing so good He's just good at it but <clears throat> yeah. the thing i like in this is i mean and we talked about bahubali so you guys can go listen to that but the thread that goes through this of friendship and of what does it mean to each person is even shown from the very beginning when Beam is catching the tiger. And we don't know what's going on, so we have no idea till later. But he says something like, forgive me, brother, my need is great. Mm. Yeah. And that's exactly how Raju feels when he turns Beam in so he can get access to the weapons, he's furious. You know, he's boxing. He's so angry. He's punching holes in the wall. But he's got to do it. He's kind of like, forgive me, brother. My need is great. Yes. Yeah. But, of course, Beam can't even understand that, just like the tiger can't understand it. Each of them is acting for the greater good. Each of them is sacrificing something that he loves, <laughs> thinking this is what he needs to do. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Beautiful. Yep. And then there's the big fight at the end. Oh. Yep. Where they they both join forces and <laughs> take it after him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. That was just, it was so great. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm sure that you, you felt the most for um, Scott, what's his name? Scott Buxton. <laughs> the uh, the governor or the mayor or whatever. Scott. That was his name, yeah. I was so happy when he said, let's return this bullet to the Englishman or, right, <laughs> to the English or whatever it was. It was like, excellent. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, uh, the, the British in this movie were just horrible. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Well, of course, the entire movie is so over the top. That these villains have to be almost demonic, I would say. <laughs> yeah, and they're yeah. especially the wife. Yeah, she was she was horrible. Yeah. Um, who, believe it or not, was a Bond girl. I can't remember which movie. Oh, really? Way back in the day when she was young. Oh, yeah. What about that? Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah, I have her name is Allison Duty. View to a kill. <laughs> oh. It's just right here in front of me. So, yep. Okay. Very All cool. Right. Yeah. A view to a kill. Yep. And then Olivia Morris was Jennifer, the, the yeah, one, and I the think love this interest is there. The first movie she's ever been in. No kidding. I didn't know that. I think. But she certainly, I mean, she she was perfectly good. She was sweet and yeah. all the stuff. But I liked in their relationship when 
Beam actually likes her, but he also is trying to get in and see if Molly is in the palace, and that's the way he can do it. Huh. But they'll be just chattering. He'll she'll just be chattering away, and he'll go, "I'm sorry, I can't understand a thing you're saying." <laughs> and it's like, oh, good. This is like real life. Just one little bit where you always go, "How do they understand each other if they don't speak <laughs> both speak English?" You yes, know? yes. Oh, so so good. Yeah. Oh, what a, what a terrific movie. Um, yeah, I just can't say enough about it. It's just non. <laughs> there isn't a, a place in the movie that you want to skip on the second viewing. It, you just, it's just three hours of great. Um, <laughs> or it's even, a, it's a perfect I will tell film. you, on the third viewing, it's the same. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a perfect yeah. movie. It's. If you, yeah, if you like an action movie, um, and it is, I would say, and we probably should have said this up front, but it's really like watching one of the first Marvel movies. Mm. Not the ones now so much, but like yeah. the first Iron Man or the first, you know, you, you care about the characters. They all have things they have to do, but I mean, they're so heroic and the moments in them are so great. <laughs> and this, I mean, yeah. I just, there are moments when you just laugh out loud from joy from watching what they're doing, not because it's funny or whatever else. It's just like, Oh yeah. Like, like I said, the thing where he shows up and he's dressed like Lord Rom and he's got his bow and his arrow. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe he did this. This is perfect. You know? (laughs) Yep. Yep. So, so yeah, super highly recommended. (laughs) Is there, (laughs) is there anything else you'd like to say about it? Um, I don't, think so okay um yeah well i would like to to tell you that what i learned from this is never challenge an indian man to a dance contest (laughs) you're going to lose you're going to lose check you bet i I will never ever do that again yeah (laughs) anything any thoughts from you oh man no i mean i think i've shared them um I, I, I just, again, I just, I, I love the optimism of it, the hope of it, the friendship of it. Um, it's just, it just makes you feel wonderful. Um, there, there is, I mean, a lot of dark things that happen in this movie, but oh, yeah. again, it's that idea that, you know, these dragons can be overcome and that neither of these guys ever loses hope, even in, in the face of terrible odds, you know? <laughs> Um, yeah. th- there's never a point at which they despair enough to say, I think we're done. Um, there's always, there's always hope. Even the guy in his little, he's in the yeah. hole. He's going to be, he's going to be executed in the morning. That's exactly you what know? I was thinking. Of. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, but I'm still going to do my little pull-ups right in here because I'm going to need these muscles. He hadn't had food for days. They're like, yeah. so he should be lying there mostly dead. And he's, he's busy doing pull-ups in front yeah. of the window. Right. Oh, did you guys want something? I'm just getting ready for when I escape. Why? Oh, shoot. Yeah. Of course, it, in that sense, it's also an act of defiance as well yes. as optimism. It's True. like, I don't know if I can get out, and I think but I'll be ready by golly. I think that's appealing, too. It's in yeah. the times that we live in, we need a little act of defiance. It's yeah. like, you're not going to break me, man. <laughs> yeah. I think that, that's yeah. right. It is I very like true. It. Yeah. It yeah. feels like the times we're in. Yeah. Um, yeah. We are going to continue. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Really good. But yeah. Yeah. Consider me a uh, convert to Indian movies. I, I still just, you know, everyone that we've watched, I've liked. Um, oh, good. Some of them loved. Um, so, but yeah, they're, they're just, um, they're just great. And we'll have a couple more this year that I've yes. got lined up. I was so pleased Very when good. you picked one. I was like, oh, good. finally got Scott. <laughs> oh, I did want to say a couple things yeah. about that. I heard the director saying when he was talking about what was, he was asked, what was his favorite movie? And they mm. said, just one movie. How interesting. And he said, oh, oh, Ben-Hur. Ooh. With Charlton Heston. Very good. Yeah. I know, and I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, I can almost see some of that in here. That's For that sure. over the top, yeah, one thing after see. another. Yeah. 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 That's his favorite. And then they said, favorite director? And he said, oh, there's so many. They said, we know, but just one. And mm-hmm. he picked, I was so surprised, Mel Gibson. Really? That's fascinating. Yeah. But good. Yeah. Yeah. Braveheart. Mm-hmm. Um, Apocalypto. Yeah. 
uh, got mentioned. I think the interviewer said he likes Apocalypto, and he said, "Oh, I like Braveheart." But they both—they yeah. just said his timing, the way he um, shows everything. They just both of the—I don't know who the interviewer was, but um, he good. was just like, "He's like I've watched all his movies. He is the greatest." Well, and cool. I thought, yeah, and I thought, you know, and here's the advantage to being somebody who's from outside the culture, who says, I don't know about the reasons that Americans don't like him. I don't know if he even knows that not Americans don't like him necessarily, but Hollywood doesn't like Mel Gibson. Because mm-hmm. he's not fall. I mean, and yeah, Mel Gibson has made mistakes. Yeah. But I think he's atoned for them also. Sure. And yeah. it's hard to yeah. get forgiveness in some areas. And so um, it was just it was a real pleasure to hear his work praised without anybody worrying about anything else. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You know, gives me a good reason to go rewatch Braveheart. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. I've never watched it. You never have seen it. Yeah. I know. Can you believe that? Well, yeah, it's very good. Yeah. It's been a long time since I did I've seen see, it. Didn't he direct Hacksaw Ridge? Um, I really liked that. It mm. wasn't, spectacular as a movie you know what i mean yeah like the script but the direction was really good and i was fascinated by the story and some of the things that got brought up very good very good yeah he's got two movies in pre-production this is mel gibson as director lethal weapon five because four wasn't enough are you kidding you're joking no it's right there how could four be enough lethal weapons (laughs) <laughs> well, oh, it, he's going to direct it? <laughs> it says a director. Is yeah. this a grandpa edition or what's happening? I mean, I'm confused. Yeah. I'm really confused. <laughs> and then uh, The Passion of the Christ, Resurrection. <gasps> yeah, It says right there, two, 2024. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. You bet. I, I know you couldn't tell. Yes. I, I didn't know we'd get that. Yeah. Oh. It says, a sequel to The Passion of the Christ focuses on the events that occurred three days between the crucifixion and resurrection when Jesus Christ descended into Abraham's bosom to preach and resurrect Old Testament saints, it says. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. This would be interesting. I'm very interested. So I'm seeing uh, Peter is in it, the guy who played Peter. There's a John, there's a Mary, and uh, Jim Caviezel. Yeah. Well... Jesus. Well, I guess Jesus yep. has to be a lot younger now. Right. I love it. This will be great. Ah, uh, maybe, you know, that's three days. I was going to say you can't have Paul, but never mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, very have excited. will one later with Paul in it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You bet. The Passion of the Christ well. 3. Or maybe 5 when he gets to 5. <laughs> because. Well, there's a lot there's of story to enough. tell. I mean, yeah. yeah. See, the Lethal Weapon it just prepared him to do. Passion of the Christ. Well, and literally, you look at that and you think of when he said Mel Gibson, when Roger Mooley said Mel Gibson was his favorite director, and that's when I went, oh, mm-hmm. I wasn't off then all the way when I thought of Passion of the Christ. Yes, yes. Because some of the imagery could definitely be yeah, lifted. Yeah, so very right. connected to yeah, some of that. surely he watched it and, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and actually, what I've always wanted to see Mel Gibson direct that'll never get turned into a movie is, uh, is it Second Maccabees? That's oh. <laughs> the real close-up one. Oh, how fun. Yeah. I'd love that. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. There's yeah. so much good fighting and, mm-hmm. you know, her- heroism and all that kind of thing. But right. anyway, that's love enough it. about Mel Gibson. <laughs> but uh, I well, did think good. that was so interesting that he... He is looking at those movies and just seeing what he likes. And you see that director and then Ben-Hur and you go, oh, you always had a taste for this kind of movie. You just took it and with your genius, put it way over the top, Indian style. Right, right. Yep. Yeah. Love it. So good. Mm -hmm. So good. I think that the last thing we should do is see if uh, this director has any more well, he's Movies got something else coming up. What was it that I saw where I got super... Oh, I think he wants to do something about... Unfortunately, is it the... It's something, another thing out of their religious texts. Hold on. S.S. Rajamuni. Okay. So, what we've got... 
He's done 12 movies. So Bahubali and then uh, RRR are his latest ones. And then he did Iga, of course. And it right. says He's... upcoming is, and then it just says SS Rajamuli's SSMB29. I have no idea what huh. that is. Where? Hold on. Let me, <clears throat> let me click through. You're looking on IMDb and I'm yeah. looking on Wikipedia, which IMDb is not IMDb has ideal. no description of it, so I'm not sure what it is. Hold on. Let's see. Upcoming. Ooh, he's going to work with Mahesh Babu. He's a biggie, too. Cool. Okay. Well, there's a Bahubali before the beginning in production. Is that not uh, like a Netflix TV show or something? It could be. It says TV series. That's right. Yeah, that's... I don't care about that. Let's see. <laughs> Just to be dismissive of the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. He, okay. It says he frequently speaks about his intention to make a film based on the Indian ep- epic, and I'm going to murder this, Mahabharata mm-hmm. in the future. And that's one of the two major Sanskrit epics of ancient Indian Hinduism. The other, whoop, the Ramayana. Well, cool. And this one talks about the struggle between two groups of cousins in this one war and what happens afterwards. So um, in that sense, I would say probably if people like this director and they're Indian, that would excite them maybe in the way that hearing about the passion of the Christ resurrection excited us. Oh yeah. It's like, Oh, this is something I can really sink my teeth into. I'd love to see what he can do with it. You know? And I was like, Oh, well, cool. He says that's been his long, long dream project, but it will take a long time for him to step into the ocean, is what he said in July. So he wants to make three or four more movies, mm-hmm. and then he'll make. Um, he's he would also like to make some about some historical people. So very good, very good. Anyway, yep. And and uh, again, Ega highly recommend Ega. Go see. Oh yeah, that. Ega yeah. is so much fun. Where's is it streaming? Do you think? Um, I, that's the only way I would have seen it. So, um, okay. I don't have a cool rental place that has anything like that. Well, like the fact, Dallas we don't library? Even, we don't have a, uh, rental place, period. Yeah, I guess no, our library don't. has some. We don't have a rental place. We use the library, which has a surprising number of Indian movies, but I think we might have seen it streaming also. Ega is on Netflix. Okay. Yep. Definitely watch Ega, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's fun. Don't bother with Bahubali, the be- uh, the prequel. The yeah, watch Before those the two movies. Watch Ika. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Very good. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Well, what's next up for us? Well, you know what? We need a note for really quick. This is our three hundredth episode. Oh yeah! Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. We would never have thought of even watching an Indian movie when we started this. <laughs> it would so never true. have occurred to me. I would have laughed at you. Oh wow, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, what? Yeah, but it's great. So yeah. I've enjoyed all 300 episodes. So thank you very much, Julie. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. And we're just going to keep going. And Scott, this whole thing was your idea, actually. Oh, man. You wanted for about a year to start a podcast and never would do it. And I it said, was, oh, you could yeah. do it like this. You went, yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. Mm-hmm. And then, but you kept talking about it. I finally said, would you like me to do one with you? You're like, <laughs> one? And he went, okay, would you like me to do it with you? Yeah, and there you go. Yeah. We never looked back. It has been it has so been much fun. Yes. I have yep. really enjoyed it. That's me too. Me too. I've, I've really enjoyed how it's affected my reading and watching. And mm-hmm. um, it's it's just been positive all around. Hanging out with you, of course, is the number one thing. But, uh, but it has affected all of that in a very positive way. And I really appreciate it. So, so good. Well, me too. I mean, same. I mean, I I have a, luckily, you know, Rose and Tom, who I also bounce things <laughs> off of, and they're, half my good stuff comes from them. But mm. I'm while I'm watching, while I'm reading, it has changed how I think about all that stuff, and it's just enhanced how much I enjoy it. Yeah. So, well, and that's... Because, and you always come up with stuff I never think of. So that's the that's joy cool. of talking about well, it too. And vice versa. Yeah, you're always coming up with things. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, where did you find that? <laughs> oh, that's Rose Davis. You've, you've talked to her. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Sometimes I've got one or two. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, good. So on to 301. 301 uh, yes. is going to be The Moat in God's Eye by some guy named Larry Niven. 
and some other guy named Jerry Pornell. Yeah. <laughs> How fun. Great science fiction. That is yeah. one of my favorite, well, so maybe good. my favorite first contact story. I'd have to think about it now. That's great. That's good. That's Yeah. This These aliens are unlike anything I imagined. So good. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, I've had this on my list forever and ever. So. Good. This year is the year to do this it. This is it. I love it. I love it. Yep. That's great. Okay. So that's it. So thank you so very much for listening, everyone. Yeah. It's been a blast. And, uh, you know, I know you, you at least have been out there for 300 episodes <laughs> and I salute you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Yes. Thank you for listening for sure. Yes. Um, yeah. We love hearing from you. So thank you again. Yes. Yep. All right. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Yep. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yep. Bye-bye. Thank you.